Welcome to Get Your Shoot Together, the photographer's podcast where we discuss studio, business life, and keeping it all in line. I am Kira Derryberry. And I'm Mary Fisk Taylor. Yeah, you are. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I am good. I am um, shamefully wearing our t-shirt, our, our tank top today. I like it. I um, Okay, girl, my, my dryer <laughs> broke. It's been over a week now since my dryer broke. So the amount of dirty clothes in my house right now are just, it's appalling. And um, are you line line drying? Are you, are you, are you putting underpants out the window and like, you know, to the next house? No, we're going to make it. So tomorrow is supposedly the new dryer is coming. Okay. And um, my point is my, my, my get your shoe together shirt is dirty. But okay. <laughs> the other point is that I'm, I'm having a nervous breakdown because you know how I am. And even though we bought the same, so my husband refused to just get a new washer and dryer. Because I'm like, well, the washer will be next. We might as well just get a washer. And you know what? Well, this- Why don't you just get a refrigerator? Because we got all three of them at the same time. Now I'm worried they're not going to match. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of those people <laughs> that I like my washer and dryer to match. Is mm-hmm. that a, not an issue for anyone else? No, no, no. I, no, I completely okay. agree. I, but it, it had been so long in my life since I had a matching washer and dryer until recently. Okay. And, and, and cause, but and see, here's what troubles me is that your okay. dryer broke because we have the same dryer. Yes. But okay. I have had my dryer for at least six years. Maybe okay. Longer. So I feel like dry, I do feel like dryers should last longer than six years. Okay, but they used to, but now <laughs> they're so advanced they don't last as long. I'm sorry. The that more elements sense. in computer and programs, I mean, this one like will come bring you a cup of tea when your stuff's ready. Practically, like it's very advanced. <laughs> yeah, but it's I, more yeah. stuff to go wrong. It's like, I mean, think about it. You know, like you think about your first car. Like I remember my friend like had this old Jeep Cherokee. Like one of the original one, like like you know, and it had nothing, no bells, no whistles. I mean, literally four hundred thousand miles on that thing, and they had like a buck twenty five in it, like a hundred, yeah. I mean, nothing. Now your car, uh, this or that, this computer element, this element, that. I mean, there's so many elements. So I think it's the same thing with our wash, our appliances. We've overcomplicated them to the point where there's more stuff to go wrong, and right? that's why we buy prints and sell prints. <laughs> Yes. I loved Pete Rezac's post the other day, if y'all didn't see it. He showed like a floppy disk, like a three and a half by five, I don't know, whatever, a CD, a USB. Anyway, he showed all these, and he showed a five by seven print. He goes, which one of these is still actually relevant? And it was the print. Womp, womp. Oh, Petey Rezac being all smart and stuff like Petey that. Petey Re. Yeah, I've decided, I've told people, I'm telling, I'm trying to get this started. So everyone who's listening to the the podcast who knows Pete Rezac, who is our, our friend and fellow board member uh, with PPA. Petey Re. I'm trying to make Petey Re happen. Oh, okay. All right. That's what you're doing. It's like Gregor's. It's like we always like call Gregor's. Gregor's. Yeah. Greg, uh, yeah. Gregory Daniel is Gregor's, which is sticking forever. Forever. Right? I mean, it and is, then yeah. so PD Re is the is the next one, and then Petey also Re. Jeff the Chow Chow. It is the Chow Chow. Yeah, it's definitely going to be Chow the Chow Chow. It used to be Mouse Chowski. That was like my favorite. I liked Mouse Chowski. That was a good one because he's just a little tiny mouse of a man. <laughs> Audrey doesn't. We got to no, work. We just, on, we gotta well, work. Audrey, we just uh, yeah. Audrey, we just kind of like she's Moira. Like I like. Yeah, you I was going to say we got Moira. Moira right? Yeah. Yeah, All right. yeah. So, and right. also, Pete she's our like Brene Brown of the group. But yeah, we need to come up with some better <laughs> names. But 
But yeah, Petey Ray for sure. But his post was was on point. Let me tell you what. Mm. I just interviewed your fellow, your fellow Floridian by way of New York and Connecticut, Jeffrey Shaw. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? Well, first of all, he looks fabulous. He always looks fabulous. How does he do it? I I don't know. His eyes are just piercingly blue. Like he's incredibly, incredibly handsome man. And, and, Jeffrey and, and, Shaw has beautiful, beautiful eyes. Okay, so author of the book Lingo, fellow podcaster, creative warriors, mm-hmm. genius, genius man. No, I mean, like, I had, like, cold sweats even just asking him if he would let me interview him for the think tank, for the photography think tank this week. He's like, of course. And he's so, I mean, I just sat there. And he's just brilliant. It was so good, y'all. If you missed it earlier live, Make sure you follow the recording. That man, he dropped millions of dollars worth of advice. Like, we should have really? been paying him by the minute. I Don't get any ideas, Jeffrey Shaw, but we should have. Like, it was freaking <laughs> awesome. Yes, and excitement. He's got a new book coming out next year, so I can hardly wait. But um, if you're not familiar, look him up. Look up his book. Look up his podcast. Um, we're all about supporting fellow photographers in this industry, and he's great. I I don't think he would see. I've I've I met Jeffrey when he was like getting on the speaking circuit mm-hmm. like a while back because he's a Florida guy. So he did a lot of Florida favors, you know, coming to some yeah. of these local guilds and everything. Yeah. And so, um, and he was amazing then. You yeah, know, he came and spoke in Tallahassee. And it was amazing. And this was eight nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And then since then, he is just. I mean, because of course he has. He's just taken off. And um and now I'm. I don't think he would remember me, but I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a lifelong fan now. Yeah, so he, it was amazing. I, and I just, I can't say enough, guys. If you didn't get to try to watch that recording, I mean, the stuff he was sharing, he gave the five elements of, of his book and, and how he looks at marketing and just the way that he shifted it just a little bit here and there, some of the words he was using, brilliant. Highly, highly recommend it. So that was exciting. That was good. That was the highlight of my day because, honestly, the rest of my day has been meh. You know, just yeah. kind of meh. My day was, uh, my day has been pretty, pretty busy. I, I got up and I had a location shoot this morning and that mm-hmm. went well. And then um, I'm working on a shoot that I, I did yesterday. I did kind of something fun in the studio. You know, how, you know me, you know, you know how I like to make, yeah. change things up because I get bored. So um, I used, uh, I, I bounce flashed into the wall like I, like I have been, you know, me and the bounce flash. Yes. Um, and I put up a big, like seven foot scrim in front of the bounce. Okay. And and lit like a whole family for a family shoot. And it's it's great. It's really great light. <laughs> it's okay. really great light. And so basically it's like a high key look with two lights, you know, and mm-hmm. it um and it was nice. It was fun. That was my experiment for this. Okay. Week. All right. So wait, let's say again you had you did so you did a, a double you did a double lighting situation. So you just were yep. using two main yeah, lights. So, double so main. normally normally when I do that high key setup, I have two bouncing into the ceiling and then I have like a main light. Right. Yes. And a key light. And then this time I took out the key light uh, or the softbox that I was using. I bounce flashed into the white wall that's just to the right and then put a scrim up where the softbox would be. So all that light bouncing off the wall is then filtered again mm-hmm. through the through the scrim mm-hmm. and then um, and then used one uh light into the ceiling to light the background on the other side, just to balance it out a little bit. It had a little bit of a too much shadow on one side, but mm-hmm. I was able to eliminate a whole light. Okay. Which was nice. Oh, it I see. Fun. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. Instead of three, I got to do it with two. It's fun to, I don't know, you know, 
I mess around with the studio. I, yeah. I, I get. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually photographed yesterday and I have a full day on Monday, which is going to be interesting. Be my first full day, like full day, meaning in between that I can clean, 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 but mm-hmm. um, working on a project. So um, playing around with some things, which I'm having fun with. We'll see how it goes. Interesting for me because it's not something I'm normally doing a lot of, but. Yeah. Yeah. I actually. saw your behind the scenes pictures of yeah. you photographing. So. Um, yeah. I photographed my goddaughter yesterday and my daughter. Those are the two I photographed yesterday. And then I have three, four, five, ugh, five sessions on Monday. Yeah. Ooh. You got a lot coming up. Yeah. I start early and I'll, I go, I'll go an hour and a half and then 30 minute clean time and then go the next hour and a half. So it'll be a full day. I wanted to go to the beach again this weekend where I could social mm-hmm. distance and I'm doing all the things. Guys, I'm doing it all right. Trust me. Trust me. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, it's going to rain. So I didn't want to spend the money. Uh, to sit in the rain. Well, but, come, but I wish come you everybody here. happy Father's Day out there. All you people. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Well, when, you know, I, I hope I told Kevin yesterday, I said, I just realized that Father's Day is in like three days. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So happy Father's Day. Yeah. Um, we're kind of there too, because I feel like I kind of got robbed of Mother's Day as well. So I feel mm. like Father's Day is just going to follow us. No, I'm just kidding. I will I don't know what we'll do. The kids are still home, so we'll figure that out. We'll figure all that out. We got to. I got to do something because uh, Kevin built me a pergola for Mother's Day. So oh. I got to. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get anything for Mother's Day. So I got to. I got to pull something out. Hey, we got a really cool. I got a really cool message this week, and I think this is good. And guys, I promise you, we don't want. We have been in the weirdest, you know, past few months. Um, Everybody has. Yeah. yeah. And um, I saw the best T-shirt the other day and I wanted to buy it. And I love a good, Karen, I love a good saying on a shirt. My shirt I actually said on yesterday said, apparently I have an attitude and it was spot on. But <laughs> it said Whiskey Tango Foxtrot 2020, which cracks me up because I'm at Air Force. I mean, my dad was in the Air Force. He was an air traffic controller before he passed his, passed away. We spent a lot of times on airplanes. Those that type of language is used a lot in our lives. You know what I mean? Just but if you think of whiskey, tango, foxtrot, oh yeah, what that stands I, I for? I follow. I can't really, wait, but I funny. follow. It's really, really <laughs> funny. And I was like, oh, I really want to buy that. But it's so the point is, is that a lot of our podcasts this year maybe haven't been about drilling in really on a marketing idea or, or you know story brand or lighting mm-hmm. posing. Because we are where we are and we try to stay We're I think we will classify ourselves as being relevant and on topic. And I had a lot of people reach out over the past week or two. And this, I got this message and someone actually asked, hey, maybe y'all could talk about this. And I think it's a good point. And it's, and I know it's because it's something we've talked about. And, um, you know, Mia asked, you know, when is it okay or not okay? And we don't have all the answers, but asking us, when do we think it's okay or not okay to talk about political, social, religious views. Um, that That's something that maybe some companies have never, she's never done before. A lot of us have never done it before. But this year, it just seems like silence is loud. You need to be awoken, awoke, awake. <laughs> it's awakening or you need to be woke, depending on who mm-hmm. you ask. You know, when is it okay? When is it not? How do you navigate that? How do you, you know, how do you? And what do you do about the clients, you know, alienating clients or not? And so I thought it was relevant. I think it's something that we could definitely dig in on. Cause like I said, I know we've talked about it mm-hmm. and see where, you know, we land. 
Well, wow. Great question, Mia. Thanks for mm-hmm. sending it in. Because, I mean, I think it is something that a lot of people are are wondering about right now. I know I, know I am. Um, it's tricky to know if it's one— you have your own convictions and you want to put it out there. It's tricky if if it's appropriate to put out to your client base because not everybody is going to agree with you. And and in, certainly in cases like political affiliation, you know what I mean? Like presidential races. I mean, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I've got best friends who are the other party. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and it's not something that's going to cause us not to be able to get along. It's not something that's going to cause us not to be able to be friends. It's something that I probably wouldn't put out to my clients as far as like, I probably wouldn't publicly in a newsletter to my clients bash Trump. Right. Even though, even though personally, and I don't think it's a secret, I don't, I am not a fan. Right. 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 Um, And I certainly am not, uh, you know, I am guilty of all my personal stuff, you know, sometimes posting my, my opinions like that. But when it comes to things like what we're dealing with right now, like Black Lives Matter, um, that's not a poli- that's not political. Agreed. You know what I mean? That's that's something that is um, that is something that is about human beings and about large scale change that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And personally, I feel like, and I know you feel like uh, the same. I think I can help even a little bit with that large scale change by way of communicating with my clients. Agree. You know? Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about it? With, with you yeah, know. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I have very strong re- views personally on my religion, mm-hmm. uh, my politics, um, social matters or issues, and you know, I'm I, I do. I always have. I mean, my background actually is politics. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't. You know, it seems so forever ago, but that's where my heart really was. That's where I started. That's where I you know worked. Um, that's what I thought I'd end up doing, not being a politician, but working in politics. I worked on a lot of campaigns. I worked in the house, you know, that's what I did. So I love it. And I studied it in college. I mean, that was my, Mm -hmm. that was my degrees. You know, two of my degrees in that. So, um, I, I'm very wired that way. However, I have, I have, I have remained incredibly silent and neutral with my business. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I, I like you, I love people who vote, you know, I mean, vote for people that I don't and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your right. I, that's and so I right. have nothing but respect for that. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the respect line gets crossed when you don't respect me for who I choose to support. That's where it goes. So I've never gone there with my clients. Um, and I wouldn't normally until now, the first time we really stepped out there was um, for for gay rights for gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time as a business, we made a very small statement, but we refused to be quiet. And we did because we photographed weddings and had photographed up to that point, several commitment ceremonies because they couldn't legally be called weddings then. Right. We had mm-hmm. photographed a lot of commitment ceremonies, even had them published on covers of local magazines and things like that. But we weren't going to sit back and not say we support gay marriage. We needed right. to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I, I I would have been ashamed of us if we hadn't. So we had already kind of done that. Because here again, like you said, that's a human rights issue. That's, that's not political right. or yeah. religious. In my that's opinion, large, that's human rights. Absolutely right. And it's large-scale large, large scale change that exactly. everybody needs to be thinking about and being a part of the solution for. Exactly. Right. And that's something that all of us probably have at least certainly heard about, but it'll touch our lives. You know, you have a family member 
who may be, you know, one of who may be gay and want to get married. And so that's something that's where I, I have that. I have that same parameter. That's where the bar is for me. And that's how I feel about Black Lives Matter, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when all of this happened and be, being here in Richmond, it's still going on. There's still some very quiet, peaceful rioting, not rioting, protesting, which is <laughs> not rioting, mm-hmm. protesting. Rioting has seems to have calmed down. But when it, there was a lot of the rioting and everything happening, we chose to spend an entire week. And only thing we posted on our business social media was how you could help black owned businesses because they were right. being, they were being, they were being just, they were being torn down. They were being looted. I mean, things were happening in our city. So there was a lot of GoFundMe. There was Black RVA. There was a lot of groups and associations that were trying to help. Black-owned businesses in the city that had now survived COVID, opened three days, shut down by rioting. So Mm. we only shared those businesses for a week. Um, And that's very small, you know, very, very Mm -hmm. small. But that's the only, my little bit of, that little, you know, tiny micro following, my little tiny piece, that's what we felt the need to do. Did I prop, did I turn off some, potential clients or even existing clients I might have, but I was okay with that. Jamie and I made the decision. We're okay with that. If we lose a client or something because we believe Black Lives Matter, that's the risk we're willing to take. I think you and I had that discussion about the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to participate. We're going to support only, you know, Black podcasts that week. And if we lose mm-hmm. followers, we're not happy about it, but that's the risk we're willing to take. But then maybe this isn't the podcast for them. You know what I mean? Like if. I mean, odds are. Yeah. Odds are. I mean, and odds are they're not the right person for my business either. Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things Jeff Shaw said when we talked today is, you know, not just making yourself familiar, but actually understanding who you're, who you're meant to serve. Really mm-hmm. understanding who you're meant to serve. What that means to me is. I only want to serve other people who are of the same mind and heart that I am. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what you, if you worship or pray or that, you know, I really, truly, if you're a good human being, I'm good. You'd be good. I'm good. But I mean, the basic fundamental human right issue. Yeah. I probably want to be on the same page with you. Cause if I knew you weren't, I would, I would take ugly pictures of you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I would not. But you know what I mean. Well, okay. But then let me, let me, let me rewind a little bit because I think those human rights matters. That's one thing. And of course, and and these are our own personal beliefs as far as what we do with our own businesses. So um, what you choose to do with yours is a very personal decision that you have to make right with yourself, you know, but um, the, the religious thing, because there are a lot of businesses that are faith-based and mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who want to work with faith-based businesses. And I know. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say here. Well, all I wanted to say about it, though, was. This is that, a trigger you know, for me. <laughs> all I wanted to say about that, though, is like, you know, if that's a part of your business, that can be a part of someone's business model. You know? Yes, it and can that's be. That's a part of your business model. And that's very important to you as a photographer and a business owner. Um I know plenty of faith, you know, photographers who put their faith out out there and their clientele matches that. And they should. Mm-hmm. They absolutely should. I think you're that's such a great point, Kira. And I think that's important. And I think that I think that, you know, you're drawn to that. I mean, that was one of the things you, that you're drawn to that because you are or not 
You know what I mean? And I'm going to be very honest here, and I can't believe I'm admitting this, but you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm not normally drawn to those type of businesses. And it's not because I'm not faithful. I I am incredibly, as far as I'm concerned, I'm an incredibly strong faith. I know how and I believe I being Catholic and being a Christian ranks up in my top five. You know, it's important Mm -hmm. to me, but it's not something I've ever felt appropriate putting upon others. Now, I'm not saying other businesses do. It's just that's not normally how I choose to market. And Mm -hmm. to go one step further, businesses that almost like, I don't know how to put it, use it as marketing. When you market behind the cross, I'm probably not going to be your client. And it's not because I don't believe. I may believe exactly the way you do. It's just not how Mm -hmm. I choose. It's not what I'm attracted to as a consumer. Does that make sense? I don't know. Well, it's designed for, uh, you know, not everybody's going to be the same as far as like what their needs are and what they're attracted to and drawn to. I mean, there's certain restaurant chains that are only, you know, that's, they've put that out there into the world. And so either you are drawn to that or you're not, you know, so I don't, I don't, that, that just means that um, basically you're catering to the market you want to cater to. And that's great. They should, they absolutely should. Which, which is exactly what you and I are doing when we are open with our clientele that we support um, the LGBT community and that we support black lives. We are putting it out into the world that this is what we support. And that's the kind of clientele that you end up attracting. I agree. You know? Um, So, and it doesn't mean that we also don't support faith-based and all this stuff. It just means that if you, we put this out there into our marketing and that's what you're going to attract. It's kind of like when you show work, I tell, I've told this to a lot of photographers and I know you have too. But when people are trying to figure out why they're not booking one type of work, like say they do children and family, but they also do a little bit of newborn and a little bit of boudoir and a little bit of headshots. Well, and they're like, well, the, you know, my, uh, my newborn business is just slow. I don't get as many newborn inquiries, whatever. I'm like, well, how much, how much are you showing? Uh huh. Like, oh, well, I'm only showing like big family sessions in parks, you know, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to attract newborn sessions if you don't show newborn sessions, right. you know? And so that's the same idea. <laughs> does yeah. that make sense? <laughs> no, it absolutely does. It's like, you know, it's, it's, you're going to, that's what you attract is what you're putting out there. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying that, you know, just because I don't choose to go the route of, you know, being, you know, overt with my religious beliefs doesn't mean that I don't think I attract other Christians or religious people or mm-hmm. whatever they believe, you know, whether it's, you know, Judaism, Buddhism, you know, whatever. It's just, that's not maybe, a, that's not why they choose. You know, there's certain people mm-hmm. I think that do business, do business with certain people because it's in line with their beliefs. And it's more, the human right issue is probably more in line with what I think is important. And I think it's because I have a lot of people in my life. I have a lot of people in my own family that, I don't know where they really stand on religion, but they're some of the best human beings I know. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to know if they worship here, there. It doesn't matter to me because they're good people. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to label that. I don't need to label that goodness. If they're good people, which usually for me believe, means they believe in equality as human beings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, right. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a good question. But if it's you a don't, great question. If, go ahead. Sorry. No, I if was you, just going to say it's a great, it's a great question. And if we don't, if we don't have, I, I just think it's a person, it's a very personal decision agree. for you and your business. 
Yeah, I agree. And you know, we uh, uh, let's 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 go there. So I will tell you that I did watch. So businesses that I not only spend money with, but businesses that maybe sponsor me or do things with me. Like I watched and I know you did as well. And mm-hmm. it was important to me if they made a statement or at least I knew where they stood. They didn't have to make a statement because that's here again, a personal decision. But mm-hmm. if I inquired and I found out that they didn't stand where I stand, which is on the right of equality, mm-hmm. they were probably not going to be the right company for me right now. Right. 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 right? Yeah. You can go ahead if you want. <laughs> going to say and you know I 100% agree with that I know you do there's 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 been situations that I found myself in um where you know I simply it's not about making statements mm-hmm. I'm not holding every vendor I've ever worked with or every place I've ever shopped to the level of if you don't issue a statement then you can't have my money right. that is not that is not at all that doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. one because anyone can issue a statement anyone can bandwagon or play it's actions right yes that, that actually means something, you know? But if a statement isn't out, and that's, again, totally fine, then expect people might ask right. where you stand on it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it certainly doesn't mean that you aren't supportive of, you know, gay rights or Black Lives Matter or anything like that. It doesn't mean that. But when asked and you find out that it, in fact, does mean <laughs> that, yeah. then I, as a person, have the right to not use that company anymore. Right. Or at least not want your name, like because of, you know, on this podcast, you know, we recommend people or we speak or teach or whatever and people sponsor us. I wouldn't want to be attached to a name that I didn't, we didn't stand in the same place. I'm not saying that I'm right or they're wrong. I'm just saying I no longer want to be affiliated. So I was really proud of the companies that I work with, we work with that Mm -hmm. were. And the ones that I wasn't sure I asked and I was just so impressed with the feedback and you know, and in the in the one company in particular, and, I, and I'll just share it because I the owner I, I talked to the CEO, and you know, I, we we do a lot with retouch up, and I mm-hmm. I reached out and um, I got the most beautiful email back from the CEO, and he was really kind of funny, and I know him well enough to know, and he's like, honestly, our social media following is so low, it's just not where where you know we really stand out, and he said, but this is what our company's been doing for like five. 10 years or, you know, like years and continues to do and continuing and it was giving and it was supporting and it was education and it was donation and involved with the, you know, movie, um, mercy, was it mercy? And it just like, they literally have been doing all these things. I was like, cool. I don't need it. it, Like tears were in my eyes, just reading the whole thing. I read, I read the email too, because because I'm a I'm a very loyal customer to Retouch Up, and and so we you know we both we talk about Retouch Up so much on this podcast mm-hmm. because we both use it so much. Yes. You know, we both were like, well, we should let's ask. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and 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 you did, and I'm so glad that you did. And his response was so great. It was so great. It was just it was a, you know basically just being open to talking about it and learning more. I thought that was nice too, even I though it too. seems like he's already doing so much. I know, you know, and um and and for that reason, you know, and I don't expect them to issue a statement or to have something out. It was just like, hey, we noticed you didn't issue a statement. We were just kind of curious where you landed on it, and. Yeah, and they did. 
And they yeah. came back with such a nice, with such a great and thoughtful response. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was, I was, I mean, my heart just was so overwhelmed because it was so incredibly genuine and authentic and not mm-hmm. bandwagon at all because anybody mm-hmm. can make a statement, you know, but if you do reach out and you find out, then you have the right to know. And if you hear something you don't like, then you have the right to choose differently. And well, it's, it's, you know, especially if it's a company that you lend your name to. You and there I mean? you go, because your reputation is there. And how can I sit here and be diehard, you know, human rights, human rights, I'm doing my work, I'm going to be better, and then take a check from somebody who's like, well, you know, that's not really our matter. That doesn't appear, you know, I can't be a part of that. That's just not something I'm I'm a, I'm a part of. So, you know, and Kira, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's totally fine. And, I, and I'm not, je- I'm not good, but I'm, I'm going to remove myself from the equation. You know, and that's how I feel that if my clients aren't okay with me making a statement about Black Lives Matter, I'm okay with them removing themselves from my equation. They, that's their right. That's what it's all about. But do you want to share what you're working on right now? Because I've been so excited about it. And I know you wanted to do more and give more. I know you had your personal statement, but the the contest you ran and how that's worked out for you. Because I just think that's something, if you're not comfortable or now it's like a couple weeks, you know, into it. Something that you can do that here that's great for your community. It's 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 very geared toward and timely, but but um it's great PR, quite frankly, and it's a great marketing thing. So do you want to share that? Yeah. So so you know, I was sitting around twiddling my thumbs thinking, I don't have a ton of money to donate, even though I'm donating what I can, you know, and I don't have enough. What do I what can I do? What can I do to support the movement and to lift up black businesses and yep. or, or minority run businesses or minority led businesses? So I thought, well, I'll just do what I do. This is how I contribute, right, is photography. And, and so that's when I was talking to you about it, and yep. you encouraged me to, to and, and frankly gave me the idea, to, um, I gave away 10 um, headshot and branding packages uh, to 10 minority-run businesses here in town. And I ran it, you know, kind of as a contest, but I, but I really wanted people to nominate because what my hope is, is and, that, and that's what happened, but my hope is, is that I will find out about all these businesses that I didn't know about that I can now support. Right. That I can now photograph um, these leaders in the, in the community and then feature them and then help lift them up and give them that extra leg up too um, with, with right. what I hope to be really great and inviting photography, you know, and then also be able to post about them and share it. And I hope that they'll share me too. One of the really cool things that happened when I, so I sent out um, a newsletter, which I'm trying to be better about doing because every, because I am, I know you, I listen to you. You do. You're good. You're good. I listen to you too. (laughs) You do. You do. So I, um, I sent out a newsletter. It did have my, my little essay that anyone, any, anybody can read if they want to go to my website on my blog. Um, I included that, but I also included the minority um, uh, business headshot package giveaway. Minority business, right? And um, the one of the people who started up the um, Chamber of Commerce, the Minority Chamber of Commerce here in town, um, saw it in his email. And he says, he wrote me back three times. <laughs> he wrote me back three times. And he said, this is great. And then he sent me another email that says, this is great, Aww. with an exclamation point. And then he sent me another email that says, I'm sharing it with our mailing list for the, you know, the Minority Chamber of Commerce. I didn't even know that we had one. right. You know, so you and I learned like, something new from it. Like, you know what I mean? He's, and he's a, and he's a client. 
he's a client of mine. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've done a lot of work for him and his law firm for years and he's the one that started it. And so I go and I Google it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to join this, you know, cause it's, uh, so I joined and, and now I'm on their mailing list and I'm getting all kinds of opportunities that are coming up. I also got tons of nominations for businesses in the community because that he, because he shared it. Yeah. You right. know, and so in my mind, especially for my headshot business, it has opened up a whole new area of, uh, you know, I've lived in Tallahassee for 15 years, right? And I feel like I would have a, a pretty good understanding of the businesses that are in this town. It's not right. a huge town, you know, and here I am finding out about all these businesses that I, that I didn't know about and hadn't heard of and, um, and all of this network and an entire network that I didn't know about, you right. know, and I'm, and I'm getting to photograph people again, which is what we do. And that in, in, and then they get to have their businesses, you know, posted up on social media. And it was a big deal to share it back and forth. People were tagging friends and nominating friends. And it was just, I don't know, it was, I thought it was a really great experience just from that aspect of it, just the building of it. And so now, now I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to photograph everybody. Well, and that just, okay. that confirms your place. I mean, like I said, any of us can post, you know, a black square or a hashtag, but now you're putting your money where your mouth is like you're really giving something back mm-hmm. and being incredibly intentional, which, OK, granted, you know, we want to do all along. But we guys, we got to give ourselves a break. Like I've been beating myself up like I just I just cried the other day. I, I watched um, I, when I watched the 13th, the, the documentary on Netflix and I'm reading mm-hmm. my books and I'm doing I'm doing all my work. And I I said, yeah, I just cried. I said, I just can't believe, you know, as educated as I am, as smart as I am, I'm so dumb. Like I literally just didn't know so much. And mm-hmm. then of course, you know, my kids are like, well, that's why you're awesome. Cause you're, you know, you get it and you're trying, you you know, they're so great to, to be nice about something like that. But, you know, I didn't know either. And like, whereas I've tried really hard to make sure that I was aware of these things. I, as soon as you told me that I was like, well, do we have a minority chamber of commerce? Like I didn't even know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I never thought to look, but this has caused me to really take the blinders off. And I didn't even know I had them on. You, you know, those moments yeah. where you're like, wait a minute, I'm so woke. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. Um, that's been like really big for me as a human being, as a, as a business owner, you know, in my community. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in a community that obviously, you know, Boo Ray, I know you shared Boo Ray's post and it was so well written about the monuments and the Richmond, mm-hmm. Virginia was the, what they were talking about. And I mean, I've been, you know, how many, you know how many people I've photographed in front of these monuments on Monument mm-hmm. Ave because it's such an iconic part of Richmond and to people my age, we don't even, and because we're white and privileged, we didn't even think of it as being anything, but just part of our cities. You know what I mean? Like we just honest to goodness. <laughs> didn't even take that extra minute to take it to that place, you know, because I mean? you're desensitized because you're desensitized. hundred percent, hundred percent. The same way that I was always desensitized to the sheer volume of uh, Confederate flags that fly through Alabama, like a hundred percent, you know, when I lived there. Yes. I just, you know, that they're there and you don't agree with them, but you don't, you stop to know, you, you stop noticing them. You do. Because it's just part of the rhetoric. part of the landscape. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Bure actually, and I, we've continued to talk about this this, this morning, actually. And um, he was, I was, you know, this is a whole other deep dive, but, but I will say this about the Confederate monuments coming down. Um, I don't understand. 
I don't understand how people can be so concerned about history being erased when is are statues the only thing that 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 equal historical value? Like, are, do you only know about ancient Greece because of the statues? Is that I mean, the Kira, only reason? Yeah, didn't you have all those statues in your elementary school that you just carried all the statues around? <laughs> Or were they actually I, called books? This is my history books. Or were they books? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm you like, know, I mean, <laughs> no, these are not so, what taught us anything. They so, remind so that's us. What we were, we were talking us. about that this morning, you know, and I and I'm not trying to, you know, it's I'm not I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm yeah. I'm really not. I understand that, you know, I had a gentleman comment on my post that said that he, you know, he's had some very good conversations with his children, um, teaching moments, educational value moments in front of statues like that, talking about what they mean and what happened and that sort of thing. And in the sense that they spark conversation, sure. Great. You know, in the sense that they spark, it's they prompt a discussion, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that does have value, of course. Mm-hmm. But there are simply other means to do it than having to take you know, African-American children or, or black children over to a monument that celebrates, frankly, something that was not in their favor. And that doesn't mean that we deleted it or that we're rewriting history or any of that stuff. So anyway, Bure said that he thinks that a lot of the upset that um, that people feel about this is something they're not even really aware of. And it's, um, it's because somehow we're calling their memories and their past and their history with the monument, just like knowing it in their town or having it around all the time or even being, we're somehow saying that that's bad, that you somehow are bad because you, um, because this was a part of your history in your childhood. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. He's exactly right. And they, he's exactly right. I mean, because Mm -hmm. that's what, especially here in Richmond, I mean, that, if you're not familiar, you don't, but Monument Avenue is one of the most beautiful streets in our city some of the mm-hmm. finest homes in our city and some of my fun, coolest memories is Easter parade on that Avenue and picnicking. I mean, like it's this huge mall in the middle. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of memories. A lot of people got married and went there just to be on Monument Avenue and have pictures and lots mm-hmm. of family portraits created there. So yes, he's exactly right. When, because I know you and I talked about this or no, it was my friend, Jen Helen and I talked about this a few years ago. I was like, I still wasn't there. I was like, but because I all I'm thinking about is all the fun, cool stuff. And I've all the memories you had in that area. A hundred percent. You know, the, how it was the backdrop for so many things 100%. that you loved about your life. That and I your- love. A hundred mm-hmm. a backdrop of things that are just are fond, great memories. And now you're telling me it's bad. That's he's exactly right. And I can speak mm-hmm. from it as a Richmonder, you know, born and bred. Like I can speak from that. And, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I'm getting over it and I'm good. I'm on, I'm on board, but it's just been a very interesting conversation. And of course I'm not going to go on probably, on, here's a great example. This is something I'm probably not going to go on my business page and comment on because probably not. that's a very, it's, that's, that's not the fact. The fact is black lives matter, human rights, gay marriage, whatever it is, those things matter. And those things mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to get caught up in all the details that need to be addressed. I will personally on my personal page, but that's probably Mm -hmm. Mia where I would draw a line as a business owner. I'm going to leave those to us to handle personally, but my business, if it's just a universal, you know, unilateral human rights thing, we're going to make a comment. Odds are good, I guess. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Robin Thompson, I, I love Robin so much, Flying Hippie. So <laughs> she said that, you know, and I, she mentioned this in another post too, but that she had, she had stood up for the Colin Kaepernick, um, mm-hmm. you know, Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Kaepernick. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and got, like, essentially thrown out of her local chamber of commerce because of it. Now, she, she's in a different part of the country. I'll just leave it at that. So, and that's, and that, I'm not I'm not slamming that. I'm just saying that, you know, if you're in an overwhelming conservative place, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I That would shock me. Like, I can't imagine that happening to me in Richmond, Virginia, but where Robin is, maybe. I don't know what their grounds were to be able to do that. But it's scary. The point is, is it's scary. To stand you know, out. It, it is. I heard an interesting, speaking of, because of, of you bring up um, Colin Kaepernick, I, I heard an interesting argument for him in okay. his favor. Um, so a lot of athletes are wanting to, college athletes, yes. like FSU and things like that, they are they are also kneeling during the, the anthem, mm-hmm. right? And there, so the argument was asked um, in, a, in a higher up discussion. I got, I hung out at the pool and talked to some people who were, yeah. Worked at the Socially distanced. Socially distanced, yeah. <laughs> and um, for real. And um, they uh, they said that the argument was made, well, do you kneel in church? Well, yeah. Do you kneel? Would you get down on one knee when you propose? Yeah. Can you think of any other times where you kneel where it isn't uh, right, still right. something with honor? Right? Where you're mm-hmm. honoring something? Mm-hmm. He's honoring something mm-hmm. is what the point is. And it's not being disrespectful to the flag mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just he is actually making a statement. He's protesting quietly, but he's also rema- honoring, you know, the, the people that he's trying to represent. Yeah, I never you understood know? the whole thing. And I, look, and I'm my family is majority military. I mean, my father mm-hmm. at Air Force. I mean, like Navy, you know, that's my, fa- you know, so I'm very conscientious about and very consciousness of the military and, and fighting for the, I mean, I get all this. I never understood why this was such a blasphemous thing. Cause it wasn't like he turned his back on it or something. I always thought that that was a reverent way for him to still. Yeah. Be- it, it seems like the most respectful way he could do it. You know what I mean? Quietly protesting, but still, I mean, getting down on one knee, it, I, I'm trying to think of like, is there a bad, is there a time where it's bad? Except here, except here, because we've said it is because somebody was like, well, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. And I love the fact that Robin, I know she, I know her, though. She's always going to stand up for what she believes in. I'm pretty sure of that. And um, nothing but respect, Robin, from from the, from me, at least. I, <laughs> I'm sorry Same. that happened to you, but it is. It makes you gun shy. But, you know, if you are a business owner, you don't have to just because, you know, we've Y'all, this is so funny because when Kira and I started this, like, we're not going to do this or we're not going to do this. And we've literally broken every, everything we we've said we're going to do, we've it. done it. But that's okay. It's just where this has led us. And I I mean, we're good with it. I sleep okay at night, at least about the podcast. There's other things that I <laughs> question. But um, you don't have to do it. If if you're not comfortable with it, don't. It's a, like Kira said, it's the most, it's such a personal decision. You just have to be good with it and and no shame if you're if you're not like there's no that's okay because you know i might not be prepared to stand up for something else down the road that you're 100 percent. it's just you have to go where your heart tells you to go i mean a lot of my good friends in local businesses i haven't heard a thing from that doesn't make me not love them or not want to use them um you know i mean i don't know there's no right or wrong i guess i don't know 
No, it's a personal decision. Yeah. It's a, you know, I mean, that's what it comes down to. So I hope we've answered Mia's question. <laughs> I feel it's like. a very vague uh, kind of, yeah, kind of, sort of, but no. But we shared how we would do it. And I love your actionable item. I mean, you know, you know, just if you even just being being more intentional and open minded to make sure that when you're sharing other vendors or, or talking about local businesses, make sure you're including minority-owned businesses. I mean, a lot of times we get so pigeonholed into where we go that sometimes we don't think outside. So maybe that's one way you can step up and, you know, do it. Something that subtle can make a huge difference in the life of another small business owner. So, you know, it could be something like that or like what Kira's doing for the, you know, for the minority-owned businesses in her town. You know, that's bringing great awareness and that's something there again, subtle, but a great positive way to share. So look for that. Small change equals big change, right? I love it. That's what we, that's yes. what we can, that's what we can do. Yes. All right. Well, kids, I think uh, that, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Okay, guys. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at Get Your Shoe Together. You can follow us on Facebook at Get Your Shoe Together. You can email us at girl at getyourshoetogether.com and you can subscribe to us everywhere where you hear podcasts. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, y'all. Bye.